with that said, welcome everybody. Thank you for coming here tonight. I love you guys all. You guys know we've been narrating this storm here on this channel for a long time. And like we said, we look at everything that's happening. It all makes sense when you think about it. And I appreciate everybody that comes to this channel. And, you know, we have BC17Q with supporting Truth in Our TV. Thank you right there. And speaking of the chat box, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick announcement, just a quick disclaimer. I love you guys all. You don't have to agree with me. I get it. I get it. Not, not everybody's going to agree with me. But one, remember that the the chat, the live chat box to the ability that the channel, whatever it may be, that gives us the ability to control who is chatting. So to that extent, remember people that the chat box is not a public platform per se it is a truth in our tv platform so if you are coming across as rude and you've been coming to this channel for a long time and you put yourself above everyone and uh you know and on top of that if you spread what i consider to be proven disinformation then it becomes difficult and if you do all that and then you try to spread your links after my moderator has told you to not do that. And, you know, and you really turn it into an entire ministry where you are trying to come, you come here for the purposes of promoting your agenda. Maybe you may lose your privileges to comment on live stream programs. Don't let that happen to you. I love you guys all. And again, it doesn't mean you need to agree with me. But there are certain things out there that are definite, proven disinformation. And do I need to say it? The war is real. I'm not doing this for entertainment. There is a real war of information. And when things that are happening sound exactly like what I've been saying on this channel, especially on the members channel... You know, the war is real, folks. The war is real. With that said, before we, you know, we have a lot going on, right? So, and the point of all this is, you know what? Be kind to one another. Don't come here with with an agenda. Just say, you know what? It's okay to say whatever you're, but don't come here with an agenda. All right? With that said, all right, folks, it's all going down. We're just going to cover a couple of issues like we said yesterday. And we begin tonight with an issue that we have Supreme Court Justice John Roberts stepping in, trying to provide the last-minute CPR to the United States of America. This is a big topic. It wasn't very long ago that we played videos on the channel where we showed you that the radical left didn't want to talk about this topic because they wanted to convince you that it wasn't happening. But now the gun, the loaded gun, is in their face. And the enemy is panicking. They know they need to cover this. So let's see what they are saying. The correspondent Julia Ainsley is in El Paso. So, Julia, Justice John Roberts has set a 5 o'clock deadline for the White House to respond. What happens next? 
That's right, Andrea. Chief Justice Roberts asked the White House and those immigration advocacy groups to respond by 5 o'clock today to Republican states who have said they think Title 42 should stay in place. Now, of course, Roberts also put in a stay saying that Title 42 should not lift, but we don't know how long that stay could be. It could be that after he sees these briefings, there could be a lifting of that stay and Title 42 could lift at midnight tonight, which was how the lower court first decided it. So there's a lot up in the air here a lot of uncertainty. He could issue a longer stay, a shorter stay. But really what we're seeing here is a city that is overwhelmed and in chaos. These families behind me here, these are some of the lucky ones. We're inside a shelter, but a lot of shelters are overwhelmed. I just came from... Whoa, 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 whoa. Is MSNBC all of a sudden racist? <laughs> but this is you guys! <laughs> The streets this morning, there are hundreds of people sleeping in the airports, at bus stations. Look at this, people. This is a humanitarian. This is shocking what's going down. Listen to some more of this and listen to what she is going to say at the end. ...on the streets, and it's actually really cold here. It was 33 degrees when we woke up this morning. Migrants were huddling together under blankets for warmth because even though Title 42 hasn't lifted yet, so many people have been able to come across. Not every nationality gets expelled, but we just spoke to people at this shelter here. Ruben Garcia, who runs this shelter, who says, look, already there are people sleeping on the streets. The numbers that will be sleeping on the streets if Title 42 lifts is unfathomable and he said well all right folks this is a big situation msnbc is in this panic they know this is huge and we know that project veritas is putting out some videos today and this is a hardcore this is pure this is i said it we knew it all along that the cartels needs to be they need to be taken out not even short quick trials come on guys this is a hardcore terrorist organization the most dangerous terrorist in this world the cartels AMLO's cartels so there's a lot of that information coming out and I'm just gonna fast forward and let's see if we can catch what she says at the end hopefully this is uh, yeah let's see if we can hear her saying this the shocking stuff to meet people's basic human needs. Officials have ramped up processing, but we were even able to see as of last night, a lot of migrants just crossing and migrants I spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with U.S. immigration authorities. They just walked right in. Oh, right there. They just walked right in. Wide open. Yeah, this is you guys. MSNBC, this is you. They know that this time bomb is going to blow up in their face. And the only thing saving them is one of our, well, I'm not sure if I would refer to John Roberts as a, as a conservative justice, but technically he's one of our conservative Supreme Court justices. So um, we have this reporter asking the fake White House with this raggedy end, I'm wondering if there's any update on what Mansuit Kamala Harris has been doing and what she will continue to do at the border. So, real major crisis, real, you know, solid question. Give us your answer. What is the fake vice resident Mansuit doing? 
the president uh, tasked the vice president with studying and working on the root causes of some of these issues. I'm wondering if there's any update from this side of the White House on what she's been doing and what she will continue to do as we're expecting an influx at the border. <laughs> yeah, what has she been doing that she, had, she, she claimed that she was researching, right? That she was studying this topic. <laughs> she knows, again, people, this is laughable. As you know, the president uh, appreciates the partnership that he has with the vice president. You're right. That has been her charge to uh, work in a diplomatic way. And find- he asked you, what is she doing? He didn't ask you about the, the nature of their relationship. What is she doing about the border? Come on, tell us. Finding the root causes of, of, uh, of migration. I uh, don't have anything to lay out specifically on what that work looks like. Uh, <laughs> right. There. Do you have anything for us? Uh, but again, we appreciate her partnership. Uh, and uh, I would probably f- uh, refer you to her office on anything specific on the work that she's doing. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, this is like supposedly the main vice president. Dark to light. Darkness to light. All right, folks. Darkness to lights. And then I'm just going to throw this headline out just so you guys know. There it is. National Guard arrives at southern border ahead of Title 42 termination. Likely migration surge. <laughs> yeah, um, bring it on. I mean, again, they're being saved by Justice Roberts stalling this termination of Title 42. Remember, the Biden fake regime, they want this to happen. And in that report, that MSNBC reporter, she says that you don't even want to know. Well, you heard, you heard some of it. You don't want to know what's going to happen if that, if it's official. Right now, they have, she's saying, over 20,000 people per day just crossing the border, laughing it off. <laughs> this is beyond anything we've ever seen. Think about it. So keep that in the back of your mind. And they're in the streets, freezing up, total humanitarian crisis. Why? Just because the Democrats, all because the Democrats, this is the end of the Democrat Party. Keep that in mind, by the way. Anybody tells you, why is this happening? Because the Democrats are dying. They're done. They don't have enough people in this country that like them. For them to win either the House or the Senate or the presidency. They needed to steal a bunch of Senate seats to be where they are today. But, all right, folks, the other disaster, this weird story that is unfolding is right here. This Congress releases $1.7 trillion, right? 4,000 page, 4,155,000 4, page omnibus bill. This is a disgrace. They have this bill that is four. 1,155 pages long. Ladies and gentlemen, this should be a crime. Nothing in this bill should pass. This is an insult to the American people. 
and they have one night to read. Who can read 4,000 pages in one night? <laughs> and um, to make it even more insulting, I mean, think about it. 4,155 pages. And they dropped this at 1.30 in the morning. This is, hundred, I mean, again, this is an insult to humanity and the American people especially. Giving lawmakers days to read it before the de- government shuts down. Yeah, you couldn't even read that many pages. Not even in five, not even in a week. Nobody could read that fast. Get out of my face. The bill would fund the government through September 2023 and all you need to know is like it says here, it would boost defense spending by $76 billion with a B totaling $858 billion and of that, there it is, another $45 billion with a B to the New World Order and the dictator in Ukraine. That everyone thinks, a lot of, including a lot of Christians, think that they are the good guys somehow. That, that Zelensky, the dictator, is the good guy somehow. <laughs> this is billions more than the $37 billion Biden requested. So they're dumping billion, $45 billion to Ukraine. This is all money laundering. All of it. All of it. If you read, I'm not going to get into it, the earmarks. Shocking stuff. What do we, we need to give a billion dollars to Puerto Rico for? And $47 billion for National Institute of Health? Why? And it goes on. Again, this is a, a disgrace. And only Josh Howley said, you know what, while you're at it, can we get rid of China's TikTok? Thank you, bye. So um, be aware of this. And um, it gets worse. We have some other... Um, While all of that is happening, this is similar to the other video that we just played. Someone is asking Schumer about the 4,155 pages. How can you expect anyone to read all that right away? Listen to this demon. How is it in a functional process to drop a 4,100-page bill this morning, expect to vote on it tomorrow? Most of Congress has had a chance to review this. Bill has been carefully worked on. One day to read this bill, and his answer is what? Has had a chance to review this. Look, the bill has been carefully worked on by the Appropriations Committee for a very, very long time. <laughs> Yo, stupid. Are you stupid? He is asking you, how do you expect these representatives to read 4,100 pages in one night. He's being clear with his question. Stupid! Uh, Most of the provisions of the bill were well known weeks and weeks and weeks in advance. And uh, (laughs) getting this bill done for the American people, which really matters, is the most important thing. Yeah. (laughs) That is the way this works. Next question! (laughs) No response. He's blowing him off. He's ignoring the question. That is what we're dealing with, folks. Welcome to the New World Order. And this is just in, about less than an hour ago, as I understand it, according to this website, just in, Senate votes, what, 70 to 25 to advance 
$7.1 trillion Schumer-Pelosi omnibus spending bill. Think about that tonight. Pure corruption, and they're laughing at everyone right to their face. And a cool $45 billion to the dictator in Ukraine. And look at this, people. $7.5 million to the alphabet tranny cult program. And to January 6th prosecution funding. <laughs> yeah, right. That nothing burger ruling from yesterday. Trump is posting all these videos, you know, these posts. Uh, everybody saying this decision by the JSA committee is nothing. It's like child's play. It has no power whatsoever. But anyway, there it is. Total criminality. See what you think. You guys, you know, we're going to move on, right? This channel. Don't focus on those budget issues too much. Uh, I'm going to throw this out regarding the budget and Electoral Count Act reforms were included within the Biden's $1.7 trillion bipartisan budget deal. Just be aware of that. And um, it, it, the reform, reforming the Electoral College, the Electoral Count Act is necessary this person is saying, to prevent it from being manipulated to subvert rather than support. So we're going to see Trump is calling this out. And um, essentially, as I understand it, they are removing the vice president's role in this whole thing with the Electoral College count. The ambiguity surrounding the vice president's role under the 1887 Electoral Count Act was put to the test in 2020. This is what Mike Pence said, look, I'm in, my interpretation is different. Now, Trump is in a perfect timing will strike tonight. Matter of fact, let's get to some of what Trump is saying. Tonight, Trump is saying, I don't care whether they change the Electoral Count Act or not. I agree. It ain't that big of a deal, people. Um, but anyway, Trump says probably better to leave it the way it is, so that it can be adjusted in case of fraud. But what I don't like are the lies and disinformation, Trump is saying, put out by the Democrats and rhinos. They said the vice president has absolutely no choice. It was carved in steel, supposedly, but if he has no choice, why are they changing the law saying he has no choice? (laughs) So, Interesting argument being put out by President Trump. Um, but uh, in the end, it that was the disagreement that Trump and Pence had to break away in order to transfer to the new regime, to the fake regime. <clears throat> Stay with me on the actual storm and the story that's being told. What is happening? We've come to this conclusion based on logic and reason and history and the you know things that Trump has said, things things that Pence has said and others. We look at what people are saying rather than the interpretation of what they are saying by the right wing media platforms. That's an important point I want to make. I know what Trump said about Pence. It's on record what he said early on that he would vote for Pence for president if he himself were not running. But the interpretation of how Trump, what Trump feels about Pence, 
That's a completely different argument. That you can resort to the right-wing media with their emotional, stupid articles. Big difference. We stick to the actual facts of what has happened. That said, let's move on, right? We had this. Look at this demon, people. Breaking Zelensky to deliver the remarks in person to Congress on Wednesday, tomorrow, after lawmakers paved way for another $45 billion. So this dictator is going to show up saying, yeah, thank you for another $45 billion in the laundering. I mean, the, you know, the money that you're getting. That's what's happening. And they're mocking Americans. Think about it. By rolling out this Nazi. Don't forget, folks, he is working with the Azov Battalion Nazis. You're looking at the New World Order right here, people. And the demon is coming out. And, um, all right, well, maybe we'll just leave that there, right? He's going to visit Congress. This is a, a disgrace that they would invite that dictator to our country. But that is the times in which we live. Other big things are happening. Let's get going, right? We have this. Twitter gave special protection to the Pentagon. Propaganda accounts documents show. Oh, here it is. Twitter part eight. Twitter files, right? Are out to today. And I think it's interesting that the person chosen to release Twitter files part eight sounds like a Chinese operative. This Lee Fang. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to say it right now, that in this Twitter file part eight, this Lee Fang, whoever this guy is, he's exposing in, like, I think it's 20 drops, that the Department of Defense, Pentagon, i.e. Trump's white hats, They dare to have this psychological operation campaign. But here it is. I'm just going to lay it out right here, people. This, well, first of all, yo, stupid. That's what the military does. And in this campaign, thank you for proving to us, Lee Fang that this campaign was not directed at deceiving Americans. He thinks that it is, but here it is, people. I'm just going to drop it right here. He doesn't like that, you know, I I don't know how much of this I should cover because it's going to be time-consuming. Right, Lee Pang, an investigative journalist for The Intercept. Yeah, I don't care for this either. Think... Edward Snowden, and this, by the way, this Twitter 8 feels like an Edward Snowden type of uh, segment. The Intercept, this think Ed's, think Snowden, people, and he comes out, it's titled, How Twitter Quietly Aided the Pentagon's Covert Online PSYOP Campaign. And the bottom line is, he's claiming that they were Basically spreading, where's it at? Uh, Yeah, the Pentagon accounts promoted anti-Iran messages. 
and anti-China, and yeah. Um, so in this art, in this thing, this fang guy is defending Iran and China, and some of it is supposed to be a anti-Russia propaganda. Yeah, don't worry about that, dude. Let let the white hats do what they got to do. And when you look at it, well, let's see. Um, let's um visit. <clears throat> Here it is. Um, in this sequence of events, um, he's showing that I don't know how much time I should get into it, but um, behind the scenes, Twitter gave the approval. All right, so let let me just give you my two cents and move on. Yeah, Twitter gave the approval. It went on for a short while. Central command. He doesn't like that they again. If you read some of this, that they were basically uh, fighting against Iran. Again, like it says right here, the anti-Iran messages. And if you if you read it carefully, this is what Trump was doing. Stop trying to blow the whistle on Trump. So Trump has a has a right to do this with his Pentagon and the Central Command, but at one point in all of this, Jim Baker is like, he's not too happy with it. And before you know it, people, they coordinate to allow Washington Post to expose this Pentagon operation against China and Iran and whoever else, Russia supposedly, and some of these Middle Eastern enemies of ours. So in other words, part eight of Twitter proves that the White Hats were able to infiltrate Twitter, and Twitter, at least for a while, let it happen before Twitter said, yeah, and Jim Baker's, yeah, let's get him. And they, all of a sudden, Washington Post comes out, yo, the PSYOP met Pentagon! So they, it was an actual reverse. Reversal. Compare that to the way Jim Baker dealt and Twitter dealt with the Hunter Biden laptop. So there it is. For example, Twitter lawyer Jim Baker mused in a July 2020 email about an upcoming DOD meeting that the Pentagon used. Poor trades. Yeah, you could tell he he didn't like the DOD. This poor trade crap in setting up its network and were seeking strategies for not exposing the accounts that are, quote, linked to each other or to DOD or to USG. So yeah, whatever. He was going along with it for a while but before you know it, they blow the whistle. They weren't. It's like the opposite of what we saw with the Hunter Biden laptop. Thank you. Goodbye. Let's move on. All right. Then we have this. Did you approve hidden state censorship? Musk calls out Schiff over Twitter file revelations. I think this is interesting that both Elon Musk and President Trump, as we covered yesterday, uh, when Trump po- posting that video about in this scene in a movie where people are being all convicted for treason and sentenced to death. I think on the same day, the next day, right, Elon is coming out essentially calling Adam Schiff on his treason. Think about it. As outgoing chair of House Intelligence, did you approve hidden stake censorship in direct violation of the Constitution of the United States. Boom. Think about it, what this means. Think about Elon Musk at this soccer game right next to Trump's son-in-law. Talk without moving your lips. You know, um, coincidence or not, think about that. Um, And um, 
down. Now we know that think Elon Musk will actually step down as Twitter CEO. Guess again. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't look like he's going anywhere, at least not anytime soon. All of a sudden, Elon is coming out. First of all, in a separate tweet, Musk added, the question is not finding a CEO. The question is finding a CEO who can keep Twitter alive. Yeah. And then he says, what? No one wants the job who can actually keep Twitter alive. There is no successor. <laughs> Well, there it is. I agree to step down. Oh, oh, what? There's no one that qualifies. I guess I'll have to stay here. <laughs> and that is the reason why there's a segment circulating on CNN where they're panicking, thinking that Elon Musk is playing the general public the way that Trump did. <laughs> yeah. And then Elon Musk is coming out. Yeah, someone says, uh, picture in our poll. Someone else took another poll. This Harris X poll. And he, and this they're saying, picture in our poll is even better for Elon Musk among those who say they use Twitter. And they took an accurate poll. 61% say that Elon should stay on. Again, this is a national representative and scientific poll. The real poll. Updated data release will, will be up soon. To which Elon Musk is saying, interesting, suggests that maybe we might have, have an itsy-bitsy bot problem on Twitter. <laughs> Again, oh. Elon is trolling his, I guess, his new enemies because... Elon was, is not part of the MAGA thing. He's just bringing back free speech. So, yeah, he's trolling his enemies. So, um, that's a Trump-like situation for Elon to do that type of sequence. <clears throat> All right. God bless you. Um, on All right. Steve-O, Steve-O76 says you are bringing the truth bombs. Once again, thanks, Bernie. God bless you, Steve-O. All right. You know, on... Rumble supporting again, folks. Respect one another and enjoy the chat box. It's not about anyone yelling at anyone on the chat box. And all right, we'll leave it at that. God bless you all. <clears throat> and uh, moving on, we have big news, right? Carrie Lake's election suit goes forward. We were waiting on this last night, and as soon as the program was over last night, Carrie Lake drops the bomb. Well, you know, the news comes through, right? Maricopa County judge ruled Monday that Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake can go forward with part of her lawsuit amidst her claims the election was stolen. Boom. So they tried to stop this, and it failed. So we are moving in uncharted territory. 2022 is very different from 2020. And things are changing we have been saying on this channel that we have been watching a type of movie that I don't get. Some people try to take it literally. Oh, you're watching a movie. That means that you shouldn't do anything. That's the far right. They're disinformation. Think CIA. Far right. They want to deject you and lie to you. They want to confuse you. And they like to spread disinformation about this simple website. Why? Because they cannot 
confront the information on this website. So they have to attack the messengers. And they have to create straw man arguments. But we have been saying on this channel that we are watching a type of movie that all these courts just all at once decided to not get involved, but things are now changing. Let's get an update from Arizona. Hey guys, guess what? Christmas came early yesterday. We are going to trial. This is so historic, and you know what? I couldn't have done it without you. About a little over a day ago, I stood here on this stage and I said, please pray, not just for me, pray for our attorneys, pray for our witnesses, pray for the judge, my goodness. You did it, and yesterday we got great news. We're taking these bastards to trial. I'm so excited because you know that I ran against uh, our own version of, of Joe Biden here, Katie Hobbs. Basement Hobbs. She, she ducked out on the debate, but she can't duck out from taking the stand in our trial. She will have to take the stand. Oh. Katie Hobbs is going to have to put her hand on the Bible and swear to tell the truth. Think about that it, folks. That might be hard. That might be hard. Think about it, folks. Again, will Katie Hobbs ultimately be arrested? It's looking a lot more, a lot like it. You guys understand these developments that are happening. And now, no one should be surprised that the same woman <laughs> breaking Katie Hobbs files emergency motion. She's in this situation what's the emergency <laughs> emergency motion what to quash her subpoena for appearance at Carrie Lake's trial that is the way <gasps> this works lawyers withdraw Hobbs's subpoena afterward this is breaking news so she went into this panic she filed this emergency appeal she is, again, this is darkness to light. She needs to remain in the darkness. And at the end, I guess this is uh, developing Carrie Lake, I guess, confirming Arizona Secretary of State Carrie Lake lawyers have withdrawn their subpoena of Katie Ha. So, but optics are important. She's panicking. What are you panicking? Katie Ha, I thought you're the governor. You win, right? We've been through this already. Hang in there, like Carrie Lake is saying. Yeah, like what Carrie Lake is saying. Pray. Pray for these people. They need our prayer. It's a big, big moment in the history of our civilization. And I'm just going to throw this out. This is big, big news. Yeah, I like this. Carrie Lake is posting uh, about two hours ago. Want some more good news? Yeah, Abraham Hamadez, Hamadez, right? His election lawsuit is going to trial as well. Dismissal failed. 
something big is happening. Can you feel it? Says Carrie Lake. Well, Carrie Lake, she was from the beginning, right? She was running with this aura of victory in her body. Like she knew something we didn't know. Think about it. Like the same aura of victory that Trump operates in. I mean, you would think that Trump would be worried, right? All right, folks, this is another breaking news. And Sidney Powell put this out today. How big is this? At least maybe other people did, but this is, I saw her post on True Social. Take a look, folks. It's all happening. Breaking Georgia Supreme Court reverses, quote, lack of standing in what? 2020 election case. Think about that. Today, the Georgia Supreme Court granted a petition for Setiorari, I hope you know that, right? Setiorari vacated the previous judgment and what remanded the case of Caroline Jeffers, whatever this case, right, versus Fulton County, the court ordered that the lower courts of appeal, court of appeals, reconsider the case, which is previously was previously dismissed for lack of standing. This potential, this ruling potentially paves the the way for a review of actual evidence brought forward by Jeffers' original complaint. Kaboom! Yeah, what's this lack of standing? 2020 election back on the table. Not to mention, I haven't brought this up here on this channel, but a lot of you guys should know there's a similar situation. Well, there's a a recount taking place in Pennsylvania in this no big deal town that Trump won. But so in this count, in this town where Trump won, there should be no election problems, right? In 2020. Recount in Pennsylvania. So if that town shows illegalities, can you imagine the illegalities we're going to find in the Trump, in the towns where Biden supposedly won? That's, I think, the point. And if they have the data that Mike Lindell has, I think it would be strategic to do a recount in that Pennsylvania town. But there it is. Now we have Georgia revisiting the court situation for 2020. Look at the timing. It feels like it's the right timing that they're, they're all writing on the Arizona situation. We'll see. To wrap up tonight, um, I like my villains, but um, anyway, well, let's just throw this out for your educational. Be aware that McCarthy is coming out today. Well, now, this was earlier this morning. We know that this bill did pass and McCarthy, basically what McCarthy is doing, he is siding with Chip Roy, and look at this, he's siding with Matt Gates and Scott Perry and Andy Biggs, get it? And he is coming out saying that, like I said here, McCarthy supplants McConnell as the Grim Reaper. House GOP leader joins the guys that are trying to resist him and he is threatening to block legislation from any Senate Republican who votes for Omnibus. So McCarthy is saying, uh, we saw this on the left, where the centrists all sided with the far left. So McCarthy is saying, I'm with Matt Gates and Andy Biggs. Get it? 
So, uh, cat and mouse going on. All right, folks. That wraps it up. Let's Before we wrap up tonight, see, Trump is putting out some interesting things, talking about a lot of things. Trump is defending himself, and he's laying out where we are in this point in history, right? So when looking at and reviewing my previous truth about the U.S. government's suppression of Hunter, you know, Biden's craze and damning laptop, which information was allowed to be revealed would have alone without any counting. So Trump is saying just on the Hunter Twitter situation, checkmate. That alone changed the election results by millions and millions of votes in favor of you know, the switch of the Republicans and me, it would have. <clears throat> Why didn't the unselect committee report on the rigged and stolen election the reason for the actual protest? So he is calling out the the fake committee. And remember, very early on, when Obama, Biden, Holder, Comey were spying on my campaign, I wonder if their handpicked special prosecutor, Jack Smith, knew what was going on. He is calling out. He knows that he's narrating this war. <clears throat> And, um, yeah, and he's calling out, again, the disinformation. Trump is basically saying it is time to roll out the military. He's saying it without saying it. And we talked, we showed everyone this, what he's saying about the, um, the whole thing with the Electoral Count Act. And he's defending himself, checkmating his enemies. Maybe we'll leave it at that. Um, let's see, he is, right, and he's putting out... <clears throat> representative in Texas. I stand with Donald Trump. Once the American people read the big fraud available on Amazon, their eyes will open. He is using all his voices to point to everyone to let them know that we are in a historic situation. Trump, the conductor, is showing everyone he's getting ready with the January 6th situation. So it feels as we scroll up to the top of what Trump is saying, it feels like we are in a it feels like Trump there's no choice Trump is going to come back it it just feels that way I could be wrong I'm not predicting anything I'm just saying it feels that way and we're going to see what they're going to do they're going to try to indict him if they do checkmate Trump comes back right away all the evidence is all lined up everything is ready and now Kerry Lake has taken the lead in Georgia and now 2020 is coming under question so it feels like some this 2023 is going to be something that we cannot imagine all right thank you for joining me here on tuesday night this tuesday night if you still don't know how the enemy works watch this that is the latest on the members channel check it out if you're not a member sign up now thank you everybody i love you guys all and um i will be back tomorrow same time 9 30 <clears throat> and um don't forget, in the end, we're going to win this war. In the end, God wins. And um, share this information. I love you all. God bless.